angels. It's been forever. Thanks for listening to a new episode of The Pod. I'm going to just sort of do a little update, a little candid combo. Just don't want to lose my loyal listeners because it's been a few weeks since I've done an episode in fact almost a month and part of me wants to beat myself up and feel shameful and be hard on myself and feel like there's no excuse not to do a podcast it's literally just me sitting in my room but the other part of me a different part of me a different version of me is trying to give myself grace and treat me how I would treat any of my friends and I would never be harsh on them if they were behind on a creative deadline and yeah it's not so serious so welcome to the pod today's episode is going to be just me about me catching up checking back in with myself And I've got a lot going on, but mostly all exciting things. For starters, I booked my first show in Philadelphia in six years. (laughs) And that's kind of psychotic because there was a time, there was a version of me that was playing a lot of shows and I was definitely playing a lot of shows in Philly. And it feels really crazy to be so far removed from that previous iteration of myself. But that's how it goes. It's like just the evolution of me. And it's nothing to go crazy and spiral over, which I feel like there is definitely a version of me where it's like it's feels humiliating that I have let myself get so distanced from my passion, my one true calling, my favorite thing to do, which is to write and sing and perform and play music with my friends and express myself musically. And yeah, I don't know. It's just kind of crazy. I think this is something that I've covered in the pod before, but postpartum in a post-pandemic world has really given me a lot of perspective and also really helped me get the motivation that I was lacking previously because it just became now like this new fixation is legacy, my legacy and what I'm going to leave behind and what I'm going to leave for my daughter and not in a like estate planning wealth acquisition way, but in a tangible sense, like I want to leave her songs I wrote which feels so much more special to me than leaving her a house (laughs) and 
yeah, I mean, like, having that, it's, like, almost ephemeral, like, having her hear me when I was younger in 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years, even just this pod, it's, like, that's cool, and I love the insight that I can leave for her, and I love the idea of her getting to, like, read through my old journals and listen to my old bands and watch my old videos and the first music video I did after having a baby was like a very motherhood centric release it was a single called Bambina and I filmed the music video in Ojai and near Santa Barbara which is like where I had the baby and Madonna, my daughter, she was in the video, and that's just the kind of thing that I envision that I'm going to keep doing for the rest of my life, is just creative projects, and ideally visually and musically, and who knows, even like a book, a memoir, a novel, something but yeah I've got a lot of ideas of things that I want to leave behind and specifically for her and before I had a baby I took a intentional step away from music a break if you will because I really didn't have a lot of clarity and why I was still doing it at first playing shows and writing songs was just like so intuitive like when I look back it was just something I had no inhibitions about and in fact felt like was like my purpose (laughs) and I had a lot of my identity wrapped up into being in the scene, playing with my friends, going to see their shows, like, it was very much all I was and all I did for a while, and I thought it was going to fulfill me, and spoiler alert, it doesn't work like that, (laughs) because even if I would have had more success or more financial freedom from it, it just gets harder and harder to stay motivated if it's all ego-based and centered around trying to be someone that is going to very quickly lead you into a lot of like the comparison and the self-doubt and the disappointment and all the other you know the rejection, all that comes with that will drive you mad. And I think I definitely got there where when my first band announced our breakup, our hiatus, our closing chapter, whatever, because it wasn't really even so dramatic as like we're breaking up. It was more so like we're turning a page on this it was devastating for me if I'm being honest it was like the 
biggest blow I had encountered. And professionally, personally, yeah. And I definitely feel like I've been a little lost since then. And that was like six years ago, probably. <laughs> if I'm trying to, maybe maybe a little more, maybe a little less, whatever. But yeah, I started a solo project because I just wanted to do something that was just purely for me, for fun, to remind myself that I could do it, to challenge myself. And yeah, so I started this new project and it's called Pouty. And I had a little bit of traction with it early on. I played some really cool shows. I played with some really amazing bands. I had a really cool touring lineup. And I did a tour with my best friend's band. My husband played in my band. I met some really cool people through that. And I got some decent press. Like I was in nylon, I was in pitchfork and yeah. And then I look back and I'm like, what happened? And what happened was I really started focusing actually on myself in a more well-rounded sense. I started trying to improve my health, worry about what I ate got really into like taking long walks, doing Pilates. We moved to a rural suburb that we had no friends, no family, no connections, no jobs, no reason to be there. And it was cool. And we stayed there for three and a half years. And personally, I thrived. I got married. I got pregnant. And... Then me and Tony moved to a different rural town in the middle of nowhere for no specific reason, with no friends, with no jobs, with no plans, really. And yeah, that was definitely a bit of a trip. And this was also when I was six months pregnant, and this was also during some of the peak COVID. Yeah. And now here I am. It's been two and a half years plus since we've lived in this new town and moving here and having a baby has given me so much clarity. And all I want to do now is go back and play those shows which is so funny because I was doing that for so long and I felt like it was not for me really or something. I don't know. Looking back, I'm like, how was I so close? And yet I felt like I gave up. But what it was really was I needed to focus on what was going to be a sustainable lifestyle and like a more enriched life. And... It's not like I was like so gung-ho on settling down, getting married, having a kid. It was more so like when you start getting a little more in touch with the real you and like the truest version of you, 
a lot of the ego goes away and a lot of the, you know, surface level vanity disappears and you get a lot more in touch with what it is you want to accomplish out of this life personally for me and yeah and so then I'm like I gotta play shows I gotta put out more songs more videos and so as I've been mentioning I've been working on this album it's getting finally closer to coming out I think I've been making some strides and having a show to promote has really helped me realize like, yes, this is exactly what I want to be doing. And is it going to look so different than what I used to do? Yeah, it definitely is. I'm not even going to be like trying to compare the two because it is very much so like apples and oranges. I'm 33. I live in a random town in California. I don't live in LA. I don't live in Philly. I don't live in New York. I have to be a little bit more realistic than I used to be, which in a strange twist of it all really has helped me stay more grounded and more motivated. So I guess all things considered, I'm in a better position than I was before because now if this album tanks, I have a full life around me and I really don't need to put all my eggs in one basket, so to speak. However, it would be incredible to feel a lot more financially secure and to feel like I have opportunities coming my way and to step back into my power and to do what I'm actually really, really good at. And this project, this iteration of this project is going to be totally different. I'm going to just be more of like a front woman and I've always wanted to be that and I think that yes I can play guitar yes I can play bass yes I can play drums yes I could fool around and figure out how to play other instruments but what I really like to do is stand on stage and command everyone's attention and to go absolutely wild and it's hard to do that with a guitar in your hand. So yeah, I've gotten a little bit more clear with myself on what I actually can execute well. And I have an incredibly talented group of friends as my backing band. So yeah, I'm just, I'm more excited about this than I've ever been. So all this to say, don't give up on things that feel like are your main purpose and your main motivation. And those things will be in flux and things can definitely look different than you envisioned. And definitely like metamorphosis. Like I don't want to go back to the exact way I used to do things. I'm proud of my journey and yeah, you just got to like center the narrative around what's really happening and not all these storylines that we tell ourselves because there's a lot of things that I could say to myself when I'm feeling really low about how 
I feel a little pathetic and I feel a little bit like an old, you know, has been, which is insane. And when I say it out loud, it's like, that's not true. However, it definitely is something that I obsessively do think about and have those thoughts about. So I guess it's just good to admit that to myself sometimes so that I can really realize like how silly that sounds. And again, I would never, ever judge my friend's creative journeys like that. If my friend was like, I'm taking 10 years off and then all of a sudden I was like, I'm back. I'm like so excited for them. So it should be the same for me. And that's like a nice reframe for me lately. It's just like, do not spiral. Do not shame spiral. Do not play the comparison game. Keep going. Keep trying. And opportunities will present themselves when they need to. And there's a lot of reasons why I had to take a bit of a break. And when I look back, it was a really clarifying time for me. And I think that clarity component was like crucially missing. And I could definitely do an episode about like what I've used as resources, which is, you know, mostly just journaling, walking, meditating, reading, etc. But hold on, my daughter's coming over in my room. Okay, anyway, this is the first time I've ever tried to record in the morning. And I'm a, actually a huge morning person and I'm not a night owl. So I feel like the vibe of recording earlier in the day could maybe be a nice change in mood. And yeah, I am recording this Friday morning. I usually do the podcast Thursday night. So this is me today in real time. The most current version of me. And I'm going to wrap this up because it's just a silly little catch-up update up and doesn't need to be long. But I'm proud of myself that I forced myself to podcast this morning and that there'll be a new episode for you guys because really I do this for myself. But when I connect with people who get it and people who like this content, I feel really seen. And that's something I kind of need to lean a little harder into because I'm about to go so hard in the self-promotion mode for my album release. And it's a little uncomfortable for me, to be honest, to talk about myself, to promote myself, to flex. But guess what? It's necessary. It's a huge part of the game. And in fact, these days, it's like 99% of the game. So I'm only holding myself back in not being vulnerable and not putting out new episodes because this is a cooler way to connect with me than just scrolling my social media. So hopefully, if you dig me, you dig my mind, you dig my creativity, you'll be invested in all aspects, all versions, me as a songwriter, me as a performer, me as a mom, me as a podcaster. So basically, I'm back. The podcast will hopefully be 
delivered to you every week again. Apologies for the break, but in fact, it feels like it was necessary. And I think all creative endeavors actually do really benefit from taking a beat, regrouping. I think maybe the structure of this podcast could be a little bit lessened and maybe you guys are interested in just hearing more of like my day-to-day reality and not so much like researchy sciencey but I really do love doing all of this so yeah I would love to hear from you guys tell me what episodes are your favorites obviously I can see the stats but like you tell me which episodes really vibe with you and what you want more of. And if you liked this candid episode and if you think I should maybe start filming them, yeah, give me feedback because it's very needed. (laughs) And because I don't have a producer of this podcast, I don't have a, you know, media company behind me I have no sponsors it's just little me and this version of myself right now feels really grateful for this support of you guys and I'm just happy that I live in a world where I can just talk into my laptop at my desk and it reaches a wider audience is cool especially as a musician where the medium is so slow and tedious that the immediacy of the podcast is something that I really appreciate and it's ironic that I just took nearly a month off <laughs> but I'm back and this has been another episode of the many versions of you I'm your host, Rachel Gagliardi. I love you guys. And seriously, give me feedback. Bye.